Welcome to Laughing Your Mask Off, the podcast where we talk to comedians about navigating the world of comedy since the pandemic. I'm Katherine Cowan. And I'm Carly Palestina. And today we are talking about our enchanting and special show at the duplex that we had last week with each other! Yay! <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, Carly. Wow, I'm so honored to be a guest on this podcast. I'm honored you're here I'm as honored well. to be a guest on the podcast as well. We've never been guests before. We've only been hosts. I'm um, so charmed. So to start, Carly, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about the background of this show we're talking about? Well, thank you, Catherine. So the show we did is <laughs> we are going to have... We are... We did, we're not going to. We did it. Um... We have the guests from that you have heard on this podcast come and perform in a live stand-up comedy show in the city at the Duplex, and honestly, it went it went scrella well. It went I do stay so. It went very well. We sold out, which was really exciting, and we had um, the two of us: Dan Frank, Laura Sogar, and Van Epps. Uh, Isabel Hagen and Jocelyn Chia were all on the show. They all did a great job, and it seemed like our audience was pretty happy to be there. What do you think, Carly? Honestly, they were so excited to be there. It was such a cool vibe in that room, and everyone was so happy. Honestly, everyone there, they were just like such a nice... They were such a good comedy audience. Like, oh my God. Yeah, it was a really good audience. People were really respectful to the point where after the show, the guy who manages the space told us, he was like, wow, you guys have a really nice audience. Everybody was really respectful. Um, So that was really good. Carly, what was your favorite part about hosting and producing a show? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I think my favorite part about it uh, so far was... (laughs) This shouldn't be my answer, but it is. I loved the show itself was so fun. The audience was great. All the comedians, amazing. I think my favorite part is when after the show, Catherine and I were gathering our things, but then realized that we, so we went into this like back closet area where all our things were being kept, but then we realized we didn't need to get our stuff yet. But then we also couldn't really get out of the room because there were too many people in the way. So Catherine and I spent about three minutes stuck in the closet behind the stage um, and we're like wouldn't it be silly if the guy who owns this space came and caught us and and he did yeah and we started vlogging while we were back there and the guy from the duplex came while we were mid vlog so like for contact like just so you can kind of get a sense of what was going on it was like me and carly holding up a phone, being like, hi, this is Catherine and Carly, sending out an SOS signal. We're locked behind the stage at the duplex. We might need to live here forever. It's where our stuff is. Like, it was really dramatic. And um, the guy came over and was just looking at us. And we were like, oh, um, yeah, we're just here vlogging. Don't mind us. Yeah, don't don't, don't you be bothered. Um, yeah. What about you, Catherine? What was your favorite part? Um, I was really excited to see this space set up, like, for a show. I thought that part like that's not really like a part of the show but like that's kind of where I was like oh cool we're like really doing this um because the day before we went and visited oh actually that might be my favorite part too this not to do with the show I'll get to that in a second but the day before Carly and I went and visited the space to like go look at it and like make sure everything was set up and when we visited 
nothing was set up like the chairs were there but the lighting wasn't really there and like it wasn't like it looked like a venue but not like a super cool space for a show I mean it was like a cool space but like it didn't feel like a show was going on and then we saw it with like the lights on the stage and the stage set up and everything I was like oh my gosh it's a show and it looked so cool and the venue is so nice um and it really like I was worried that we weren't gonna have like a cool background or anything but it definitely worked out really well um the space is really cool um is what looks really cool but also the story of us visiting the day before Carly and I went to go check out the space and then they were like yeah you guys can get like discounted drinks because you're producing a show here (laughs) and we were like oh my gosh great of course we'll take you up on this so Carly and I got these drinks and Carly was fine but I hadn't eaten anything like (laughs) all day and I didn't think about that and got so drunk like so drunk I kept telling Carly as we were walking to go elsewhere I was like Carly I'm so drunk I'm so drunk and Carly was like you seem fine but I think it was I think that's what you said no Catherine literally like I will give you credit for it I was definitely not fine that was one powerful drink I was definitely tipsy. Catherine, you were more... Also, I've never really seen you drunk, <laughs> but I feel like what you were was... Like, you were definitely... Like, you felt were feeling it so strong. I was so drunk. I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we're outside. We were going to a, a Catherine's friend's house. I was going to say my friend's. I've literally never met her um, because we ended up not going there. But You've like, met her. I have met her. I am Kapoor. Oh, my God. Shout out to Kelsey. Shout out, Kelsey. Yes, I have met Kelsey. Hello, Kelsey. If you listen here, who's to say, <laughs> I remember you. Um, <laughs> oh, we love offending someone through the internet. We love you, Kelsey. Love you. I've gone from not remembering you to loving you. Yeah, we love Kelsey. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Oh, yes. And Catherine was like, we have to bring a vegetable to our house. <laughs> and I was like, we were walking. And I was like, oh, why don't we go to Sweet Green? Because we're passing it now. And bring her just like... No, I think it was my idea. Oh, my God. No, no. It was her idea. That's what it don't was. Don't take credit. Oh, I'm so sorry. But it's the other way around. Sorry. I'm not taking credit for it. It was Catherine said, well, why don't we go to Sweet Green wait, hold on, I don't think we can get them to give us just a bowl of kale. <laughs> and I was like, well, why don't we get her an actual salad from Squeak Green? <laughs> That's the order it went Also, for context, we told Kelsey we were going to bring a vegetable because Kelsey was making risotto for us. It was very nice. And it was very good risotto. Kelsey's getting a lot of love in this podcast. She really is. <laughs> her so- risotto was really good. Um, Kelsey is great. Anyway, we were like, hey, Kelsey, we're going to bring you a vegetable. We're going to pop into a grocery store on the way over. We did not find a grocery store in between the duplex and Kelsey's house. And so I was like, Carly, we should get, we get a vegetable sweet green. But like, I don't know if they'll let us just get a kale <laughs> salad with nothing on it. Um, I still think it would have been funnier if we showed up at Kelsey's house with a sweet green bowl. We were just like, it's just kale. You're so right. Honestly, it would have been so funny. But I don't think I could justify spending like $15 on kale. Just kale. Just kale. <laughs> no dressing. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so that part was also really fun. And then we ran into Tasha. Tasha's yeah. also my friend. Shout out to Tasha. And we ate the risotto. And then we went to an open mic. This is not about the show. This is just a fun thing we did yeah. before the show. <laughs> and then we went to an open mic and there was like a jazz band there. Yeah. Um, just like playing along to your set. So it was just like ups and downs for hours. Um, but overall one of the most fun nights I've had in my life. 
Yeah, it was honestly so incredible. Yeah. And then it led into our incredible show. Our show was so, so good. Carly, what was your favorite joke you told on stage? <laughs> okay, my favorite joke I told is not even the joke that got the best laugh. It's what I, I asked the crowd if they had ever been catcalled. And, and your father said, <laughs> raised his hand, I realized, for our podcast listeners. And he was like, I have. Um... <laughs> And so then I followed up and I was like, oh, what did they say? And your dad goes, ah, who knows? <laughs> and I think that was my favorite joke I told. Like, really, that's just the lead into it. But uh, mm-hmm. that's what happened. What about you? My favorite part is I would joke about having COVID. And I asked the audience, like, did anybody else have COVID as, like, to set up the, like, part of the joke? And my mom was sitting in the, my parents were very involved in this show. My mom was sitting in the front row and very, like, happily raised her hand and started waving at me. <laughs> um, and that was the, also the only hand I saw of people who had COVID. And so I, like, had to call on her. But I was like, Mom, I know you had COVID. I know <laughs> your answer to this question is because we got COVID together. Um... <laughs> So that was fun. Mom, I'm very aware. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Very aware you had COVID. You're the one who gave it to me. So, and Allie gave it to my mom. So that's the chain of how my family got COVID. But it was like a year ago. So don't worry about it, podcast listeners. We're safe. We did not bring it to the duplex. It's true. Literally, though, every comedian on that show brought the house down. If you haven't checked out the comedic stylings of... Laura Sogar, Anne Van Epps, Dan Frank, not to be confused with Anne Frank. Um, that's a joke he makes. I am just, I have failed. I, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Jocelyn Chia and um, Isabel, um, Isabel Hagen. Hagen. I did know that, and then I got all thrown off by my own verbal blunder. Um, but yeah, honestly, check all of them out because every single one of them is so funny. Also, re-listen to their episodes. Yeah. I say re-listen because obviously you've listened to them, Yeah. Right? Our dedicated listeners who are listening to our show recap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic show recap. Don't worry, we're also going to get into some fun, fun get to know yous between... Your host. Path attack and, and myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really don't know what's happening in my brain right now. Um, okay, great. So, yeah, now that we've recapped the show, you know that it happened on October 6th, the duplex, and that we've said the lineup about four times. You can also look at our Instagram, at laughing your mask off. If you're like, man, I missed the lineup in the podcast, let me go check and see what it was. Um, so, those are all there. And we might have another show, so stay tuned. Carly, do you think it's time for some get-to-know-you questions? I absolutely do think it's time for some get-to-know-you questions, but first off, I want to say, I hope whoever is dedicated enough to listen to this episode (laughs) is just sitting there and is saying to themselves, wow, they sound fun, (laughs) is really the objective here. Um, We're kind Leave us a review letting us know if you would, in fact, hang out with us. Yeah, are we cool, chill folk? Are we cool? Yes or no? We will also post that um, survey on our Instagram later tonight, so just follow us at laughingyourmaskoff on Instagram. <laughs> um, all right, Carly, do you want to go first? Um, 
how, um, do you get scared when you see your imaginations come into reality? Like, give me an example. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm actually gonna give it. I, I can't give a real example. It's uh, we're getting. I got this web this off a list of um seventy questions to ask uh your crush, um or something like that. I don't know, um but it's like if you think about something. Do you ever like imagine something that you're like, whoa, imagine if this happened, like you um are like, oh my god, wouldn't it be crazy if I ran into so and so today? And then you create a really vibrant. Mm-hmm. story and the whole thing about how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen and what you're going to talk about and then it happens like you're that so raven like is that like whoa freaky i don't remember the last time that's happened to me aside from that like when i was on the swim team in college i used to think a lot about like oh my god when i go to nationals it's going to be just like this and oftentimes it was not just like how i imagined but how i imagined i was like i'm going to get first place and break the ncaa record um, which never, I don't have the NCAA record. Spoiler alert, podcast <laughs> listeners. Um, that's the only example I can think of. I'm sorry, do you have an example from your life? I remember once, uh, I guess I do, because like, there are definitely others, but I remember one time, it's such a small one, but I was like, wow, it just lined up so well. Like when I really was, I was in the Nutcracker at SUNY Purchase when I was, like, small, and I was, like, I was in, like, second, I was in second grade, that's what it was, and I was thinking, wouldn't it be crazy if my class came to see this show, and then I had this whole thing mapped out in my head about, like, how it would happen, and what would happen, all these things, and then they ended up going on a field trip to see my show, oh, which wow. was crazy. And was it similar to how you imagined? It was exactly as I had imagined, and I was, like, this is so weird. It was, like, equally as weird as it had been in my head. Wow. Cool. Um, (laughs) Great. Carly was in the Nutcracker is what you should get out of that. Um, Let's see. What is the weirdest nickname that your parents call you? And is there a story behind it? My mom calls me Q-Ball because I was a bald baby. Q-Balled? Q-Ball. Like a Q-Ball on a pool table. Oh. I am white and... I was, I am still white and was bald. I now have hair. I've since long <laughs> hair. Um, what about you? Um, my mom used to call me raisin. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because my middle name is Reagan, um, which I guess sounds like raisin. <laughs> um, but yeah, my mom, yeah, that's. That yeah, so then my I think that was where the line was the connection. Got it. Um yeah, raisin. <laughs> the answer to Good old raisin. Um Alright, here's one that I'm gonna ask because I think it's just I think the phrasing is so dramatically funny to me. I don't mm-hmm. know why. <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Um are you are you always scared or not? <laughs> <laughs> no context. Always. <laughs> Every moment of the day, I am on high alert. I am like maximum security prison. So scared all the time. I honest to God think I see ghosts a lot. 
Um, but I didn't realize that they were ghosts until the other day when I was talking. We went to Terrytown. Carly knows this. Oh, yes. And to Terrytown. And my friend Sophia and I, shout out to Sophia, were talking about ghosts. And I was like, because I keep thinking I see, like, motion out of the yeah. corner of my eye. And originally I was like, oh, it's probably PTSD from that one time I saw a mouse in my apartment. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to think that it might be ghosts. Um, and as a result of spirits following me around, I am now always scared. How about you, Carly? Uh, I'm absolutely always scared. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I have to give credit to the fact that the two options are always scared or not, <laughs> which I have to mean, imagine means not scared. Um, yeah. But even still, I think there's always, isn't that, like, there's just a bit of fear running with me all the time. Is yeah. that not normal? No, I think I think a lot of people have a little bit of fear all the time. It's, like, it's just what it is, and even in a, I can't even explain it, like, as I was telling Catherine the other night, I have had the same nightmare, actually, last night. The other night? You told me this this morning. Oh, I (laughs) this morning. Well, as you're about to hear, I haven't been sleeping much, because I've been having consecutively the same nightmare that this person's, I don't even want to say this on the podcast, but basically my (laughs) life has been in danger in the same nightmare for multiple nights and I like have not slept. And if that's not a manifestation of my own fears, I don't know what is. So it just keeps on. Like, I just think, I think a little bit of fear at all times is good for the soul. Like the way some people microdose LSD, I microdose my fear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Great. All right. Um, so glad we established that. Um, um, so Carly, (laughs) have you ever gone streaking? I have not. I cannot say that I have, which is the boring answer. Um, how about you? Does like skinny dipping as a child count? Oh, if it does, then yes. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, I guess it depends how you define it. So... Like, streaking, I feel like, is being naked and then, like, running. There was, like, a club at Wash U that would have, like, naked dance party night. What? Like, it was, like, the outdoors club, I think, would do it. And they would have, like, naked dance party night, and it would be, like, at 1 a.m. on the field. Okay. But, like, not the football field. Like, the quad kind of field, because they didn't have, like, really good lighting there at night. Um... I think, honestly, maybe they did have good lighting there. I just, like, imagine, like, the football field had, like, real lights. Because you would, like, play games, like, soccer games and stuff in the dark. Um, but, yeah. So, those people probably would have a better answer, but... There was a studio at... This is no shade. This is just... This is just the talk on the wind. Um, I did not go attend this institution. I just heard it. There is one studio in the, like, Tisch at NYU... That the, I think it's their experimental studio, where the whole thing, like, you know this applying that it's like, you will get naked in this studio before you graduate. Like, you just will. Like, that's interesting. It's not, like, in the curriculum, obviously, but everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, naked class. they get naked there. Like, wow. that's part. Wow. So they also probably would have a good answer. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to ask one last question, Carly, and then we'll wrap up the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Um, what kind of joke? I actually, hang on. I want to find, um, oh, this is better. 
<laughs> what part of your body will you give up if you were forced to, and why will you? Probably like pinky toe. That's such a smart answer. Cause like I don't, you don't really need it. Um, or like earlobe. Yeah, like just part of your ear. I don't think your earlobes serve much function. I don't want to lose like a functioning part. And I was gonna say kidney when I started talking. Because you can lose one of your kidneys. But then I was like, what if something happens to my other kidney? Do you still have your appendix? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Because, like, I might just... You said that, like, it's a unique trait. I know very few people (laughs) who don't have their appendix. (laughs) No, I know. But you mean, like, you can get your appendix removed and it's, like, an NBD. Yeah, but I feel like I know, like, four people who had their appendix removed. Total. No, I know, but, like, I... Oh, you mean, like, things to get rid of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People I know that are like appendixless. <laughs> well, you said that like I was gonna no, be like, so oh right. no. Like it's like asking someone if they like, what's something that's common? And like if they like had braces, you know? That's so true. Like, do you stop for appendix? In my head, I think it's actually more common than it is. Like, I feel like the nerd that still has their appendix, but really, it's like most. I know have almost appendix. no one. My Who grandfather does doesn't have his appendix, and he just used to talk about it, like, literally all the time. So my, maybe I'm skewed. My dad head. lost his appendix. Um, <laughs> he lost it? Yeah. They removed just can't buy it. it. Um, when I was in eighth grade, and Corky was visiting for the weekend, my friend Corky, shout out to Corky. Um, <laughs> Corky came to visit me when we were in eighth grade, and my dad went to the hospital and lost his appendix. And my dad and Corky's mom have the same birthday. Aww. So there's like maybe some sort of connection. Um, so my dad doesn't have an appendix. Um, but I used to think appendicitis was like way more common than it is. Yeah. As it because you read the Madeline books. Yeah. And she gets her appendix removed. And I loved the Madeline books. Not like a Madeline doll, and the Madeline doll had like an appendix scar. Um, and I loved the Madeline books. And so anytime I had like a stomach ache, I'd be like, Mom, it's my appendix. <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge mood oh my goodness so um, yeah we both have our appendix appendices append, append, Carly has an appendix and I have an appendix we all have an appendix and leave a comment if you also have an appendix yeah and if you don't have an appendix get it out no please stay I'm so sorry yeah um, we welcome people of all appendix statuses yeah. also side note I know you were men- mentioning the lack of pinky toe uh-huh. did you ever watch Phil of the Future? I was thinking the same thing yeah, yeah. and how over time evolutionarily humans lose their pinky toes and I wonder, in this fictional Disney channel in show. the fictional Disney channel show we don't know if it's based on fact who's to say yeah I don't know guess the real life Phil of the Future he's Bill I don't know if I can sing it. I don't want to copyright. I'm not. Whatever. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and leave a good review. And if you want to um, hear some more from our hosts, follow us at Catherine Cowan. Catherine.Cowan? Yeah, there's at a dot. Catherine.Cowan and at Carly Palestina. On, on Instagram. On Instagram. Yay!